Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So, Dave. So, Louie. Can you believe we've been doing this show now for a year? Uh, you know, it's. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, wow, we've fucking been recording since April of last year, and it's already April of this year. So, I mean, I can believe it, but I can't believe it. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how fast time flies like i was like okay we we started this show randomly kind of well get well get give give a little background we we i'll do it we had so you and our bud tom who's one of our best buds who is the uh one of the co-hosts of the um remember the outs podcast yes uh, you guys had a podcast called um, Anthology Obscura, where it specialized in anthology TV. It's a cool concept. Then you guys did how many episodes you do? Did you do before <laughs> I came on? <laughs> Honestly, dude, I don't even remember. It was probably like I think it was five, like four, four five. or five. Yeah, yeah, right. And then I and then you guys had me on as a guest, and then later on, I ended up coming on as the third co-host of the show. And then, you know, we just had just different, there was just different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just different differences, like not, you know, nothing, just creative differences. No, yeah, it, it wasn't really working. The show wasn't working. The idea was cool, and we had a lot of fun doing it, but it was kind of hard to schedule. It was hard to kind of Right, we all are on together. different schedules, exactly. So, yeah. and, and now look, everybody has found their niche. Tom has his podcast, we have our podcast, all as well. And even with Haunted Hangover, that was, and I think I mentioned this on our very first episode, my intent was never to have a, a Haunted Hangover podcast. Haunted Hangover was originally going to just be a YouTube channel, and I still do that. We still have videos that we put up on the channel and things like that, and the cocktails and all that stuff. We're still doing that. Just put one up uh, last week. Right. But uh, it's just crazy how it was kind of just on a whim. I just asked you, I was like, hey... You want to do this haunted hangover podcast just focusing on Halloween and you were like, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. You were just like, okay, let's do it. It took, you know what's funny? I kind of knew like it would take for me like for me, I'm one of those people that, you know, repetition, I usually get pretty good with things once I start doing like once I learn to get get the hang of it. So I'm like, all right. You know, it's one of those things where you know how like when you talk and you like you listen to yourself and like you know you say like all the time. So it's like one of those things <laughs> yeah. where like I know I have to stop saying like. I also know I have to get better at recording and like talking to people as something I don't do all the time. So, you know, as far as like a, a podcast goes, so you know, I kind of use that as an example of like repetition like okay, I need to pay, I need to keep in mind don't say like all the time and we used to do it all the time but i again i use it as an example of getting used to being on the podcast now i mean a year in we've gotten pretty comfortable doing everything we've you know we you know i feel like we found our groove i'm not gonna wood right here um and yeah we're we're podcasters bud yeah it's it's crazy man and we've had on some great guests we've we've met a lot of people um we've got we've you know some new listeners Absolutely. just people that i didn't know from a hole in the wall have been like hey i love your show yeah, it's awesome. like seeing comments and 
and people leaving small reviews on uh, iTunes. Absolutely. If you uh, or Apple Podcasts, I still call it iTunes, but like it's 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 just kind of crazy how this show is developed and becomes becomes such an important part of my life and your yep. life and our friendship, and it's just kind of crazy. You know, it just, it time flies and we have no intent. Like we're, we have no intention on stopping no. and we just want to keep doing this. Keep talking about Halloween, uh, you know, want to expand, you know, get haunted hangover to uh, bigger and better places. We've got some ideas, you know, we did the whole, uh, Instagram live thing, which we recently started to, to kind of show our faces a little more and then we'll be the, doing uh, that more. And same thing with the uh, the watch along yep. videos, which we've been having fun doing, even though we need to try to uh, move away from <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because that's all we've and done I so also, far. I also <laughs> am going to apologize for myself with the watch alongs because whenever we do these watch alongs, I usually watch things like almost like with no like ex- like no expression because I'm watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I'm watching the show, so like you don't, you, yeah, I'll grin or giggle, but like you're way more animated when when you do the watch alongs, and I'm just sitting there, like like really intently watching. But in my head, I'm like making all these dumb jokes. So I gotta, eventually, I'll get over that. But um, you're enamored with yeah. what we're watching instead of trying to be entertaining. I guess it's tough. It's you know, again, you 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 evolve and right. you get better exactly over exactly. time. You know, just like anything. But yeah, I just want to thank everyone that's been listening to the show the past year. You know, it means a lot to us. You know, we're going to keep trying to entertain, keep trying to get better doing this. Want to focus a little bit more on Halloween. I know we review a lot of, you know, Halloween specials and movies and things like that. But we want to, you know, focus on the holiday. And when it comes to, to the holiday of Halloween, there's one thing we really haven't done and that's break down where Halloween came from, like the history of the holiday. That's not really our style to to, to kind of put together this whole, I, I guess, essay on, on where Halloween came from. And I think that's a good point to bring up because there are podcasts like it's the Always Halloween podcast. I, you know, I, I didn't know about her podcast until this pod you know until we started doing this and i love that it's all you know quick bits of information and i feel like all these halloween podcasts are like kind of a piece of a puzzle like so for instance like you have the factual halloween podcast you have like storytelling podcasts like i feel like we're pre- we're a pretty good representation of kind of like all aspects of Halloween, which I which is one of my favorite parts of doing this show is that we do tackle lots of different things yeah. because I, I I'm not I hate to be like a um uh and when I say this I don't mean this towards anybody this is just me personally talk- talking I don't like to be a one trick pony so I like to you know I try to like even like photography music like i try to be as dynamic as i can and everything so i i I do like that we do cover lots of stuff and um i also wanted to say just like you did i i do want to say thank you for all the listeners thank you for all the friends we've made um it's been an interesting thing because i i just like when i talk to people and i tell them oh i have a podcast and then i'm like i didn't think like it was going to be this time consuming and not that it's like crazily time consuming, you know, we, we just make time to do it, 
but it's become a you know it's become a staple in my and obviously yours your your regimen like you know we we're about you know we we record every other week so it's you know this is something that has become like i you know i wasn't like i didn't know anything about being a you know doing a podcast so and, and then props to the podcast that do every week because i don't know if we'd be able to do that because we both have busy schedules so yeah there's that there's that saying um like most podcasts don't get past like i think like five episodes or six episodes have you heard that, Is that before? true i never i i, I never heard that i Listen, and I know you don't you don't listen to a ton of podcasts either. And as strange as this sounds, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, you know, I try to curate what I what I find interesting and whatnot. But I did not know that that podcasts don't make it to past five. That's probably just some silly thing. But I no, I think that. it's just funny because a lot of a lot of like other podcasters, like people we've become friends with, a lot of people want to start a podcast. And they think it's going to be easy, but it's not. It's not, not easy Because you have to all. schedule it. You have to produce the show. Absolutely. Come up with the topics. If you have a guest on, if you're one of those shows that has guests, you know, figure out who you're going to have on, why, you know, do a little research. So it is a lot of work. And and, and for us, it's it's worth it, you know. And, and again, it's, it's just, it's like you just said, it's become part of our life. So with that being said... Let's get into our our topic on the show today, and that is some fun Halloween facts. Oh, yeah. Okay, kids, you all have been so good and unbelievably patient, so I think you are going to get some candy. So, uh, one fact that was very interesting to me, in my opinion, is during the 18th century, women would seek traditions that would help them find a partner or romance. Two examples of these traditions are throwing apple peels over their shoulders to see what letters the peels would form in regards to their could-be husband's initials. There would be competitive bobbing for apples in hopes of whoever won would be the first to get married. And I'm sorry, there's three, not two. Um, Lastly, but not lastly, some would stay in a dark-lit room with only a candle in front of a mirror to see their future husband's face. So I thought those were like, I'd never even heard of that before. Yeah, I'd never heard of this either. And I'm looking, uh, as I'm reading this, I'm like, I can picture it all. So if I can picture it, it's usually pretty interesting to me. Like I get vividly picture like scenes that I've never seen before in my head of how this would go down. Um, and I was just like, wow. I was like, the fact that people would actually really do that is, is something, um, from, from what I understand, I don't, I'm pretty sure these, these do not happen <laughs> no. anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have disappeared. But again, I was just like, wow, that is a very, interesting way to find love um louie do you have any thoughts on this or any input on this that that whole it's very like supernatural wait so this happened around halloween or on halloween like during halloween according time. to what you can right, find exactly during, during halloween so during time. october right. interesting like the whole candle 
I love that. And like, I love that kind of, whole scene. It is really cool. Like, just sitting. It's in almost a room. creepy. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, <laughs> like you're just Bloody Mary. It's like it's like playing Bloody Mary and waiting for Bloody Mary to pop up. Except you're looking for your, your lo- the love of your life. So, <laughs> and only women did this. It wasn't men. I, that's what that look, just from what I what I what I air quotations researched. Um, this is this is women that were uh, that were doing these traditions, if you will. I wonder if that's where bobbing for apples came that from. That very that if if that's the case, then it that makes it even more interesting. Listen, I've I've only been bobbing for apples once, and it's and it's from a memory that I've shared on the show before, where I went to a Halloween party in a garage, and that was the only time I've ever done it. That's the only time I've ever been around it. That's the only time I've ever seen it, and this was like when I was like fucking eleven years old, so. This was definitely not Dude, done. I don't know <laughs> to find love, but again, this is probably where that tradition happened. You know, listen, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do some follow up on this to see if that is where bobbing for apples came from. It might have been be because whenever you look into some of these traditions, they always come from really like weird Absolutely. places like that. So that would make sense. It's funny going back to the whole bobbing for apple thing. I've never, I've never done bobbing for apples. Like I've never, my entire life, done it. It almost looks kind of annoying. It's pretty gross. It gets all wet. It. Yeah. Well, now you can't it's do it for disgusting. obvious reasons, but, yeah. but it's just weird because I always like. It's almost like you're being, you're waterboarding yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty you're much. Sticking your head in water, trying to grab apples. So that's a. Uh, it's interesting. That that's an interesting fact. Isn't there I think there's one scene in the office in one of the office Halloween parties where the character Erin is um they're they're doing bobbing for apples and she's under there for like five minutes and they think she's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then she comes up. She's like, she ate the. I think she ate the whole apple. I, I could be very wrong about that. But do you know the scene? I just about? watched that episode oh, like two days ago. Yeah, she ate. She. What happens is they her head's in the water and she lifts her head up and she says, "I ate two apples while she was down there." Yeah, that's the episode where she has that really scary mask and she's just standing around in the background of all the shots. It's it's amazing. Yeah, she's one of the best characters. She is. She is. Their Halloween episodes uh, always, are amazing. Always so good. And, yeah, yeah. Know, I, I hate that they um and and especially now because you know this is not coming back this time around. You know the episode where it, it's a cold open where they have a haunted house in the um in the warehouse and Michael like Michael hangs himself. That's oh, yes, that yes. is completely erased. Like if you watch oh, it on really? if you watch it oh. on like it, they took it off Netflix, they took it off anywhere it was streaming. I'm not sure if oh, like wow. I'm not sure if you buy it if you buy it like it's available or if you buy the DVDs. I have the DVDs. I think I have that one. Yeah. But it's it's not there. I've got to uh I've got to like go check on YouTube and see if that clips up there. We we have to cover we one of the may, office, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to say soon. that. Yeah. <laughs> we have to uh we might have to do that real soon. So, Lou, give me one of your picks. So, my first fun Halloween fact is, did you know that candy corn was originally called chicken feed? No, but I could see why it would be. <laughs> well, look, it's supposed to look like corn. Right, it does. I guess that's what you yeah. feed chickens. It looks like it. Um, I've, I've seen a chicken feed. Apparently, this company by the name of, and I'm going to butcher this, it's Geolitz or Geolitz Geolitz Confectionery Company uh, sold candy corn, and they put a rooster 
like on the uh, I guess in front of like the boxes of candy corn is that's what I'm. I love that. Yeah, that's what like that's what I got from it. Like that's how it was sold. So Halloween and roosters, I guess. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming that candy corn wasn't initially a Halloween item. Probably not. But it just kind of became a Halloween item. Um, it's also one of the worst candies, apparently. It's always voted the worst Halloween candy and, and, every and year. And best. It's, it's in both, because I looked this up, too. It's both. It's in the top selling and the top hated. It's crazy, too, because the, the candy was created in 1898, and it's been around ever since. And apparently, they sell, according to the articles I read, they sell about 35 million pounds of it each year. So someone is eating this shit. Somebody. I, I, do you like candy corn? Yeah, I like it. Like I love candy corn. I like like the really good stuff. Like they have like some of like the gourmet candy corn. Like bro- I like Brock's. Yeah, that's like the good shit. There are there is like shitty candy corn that tastes like you're eating wax. Yeah, of course. So I kind of try to stay away from those. It's also I think you know what it is about candy corn that people don't like. It's not wrapped. Usually it's like it's just just in a bowl sitting there. And I remember even as a kid when I'd go trick or treating, like finding candy corn loose in my trick or treat bag and never eating it and throwing it away because obviously That's you're not weird. supposed to eat that it. That is yeah. weird. I'll I'll tell you this. I I remember going trick or treating and I would get you know those little paper plant um plant that doesn't even make sense you know those paper those little paper Halloween bags those little baggies that you put like yeah you get like a fucking eraser a pencil some candy I definitely got those bags filled with candy corn which was fine by me but to just get it loosely thrown in your you know your pail <laughs> your bag whatever that is fucking weird I, I don't think they sell it like that now i think now like if you go into like a store in october and you look for candy corn for trick-or-treaters it, they do come in like little plastic bags. i've never i've actually never seen so. that but yeah it's just it's weird how like despised it is by like most people and i'll say this candy corn is usually the first candy that i buy come halloween season usually like the it's like the preliminary halloween primer for me is buying a bag of candy corn it's usually the first thing you see in right stores exactly too, like that time of the year like that's what you see mood. you see just bags and bags of candy yeah. corn so again people might hate it but someone's buying it it seems like people are buying it every year also a weird trend i noticed was the whole candy corn flavored things like oreos and soda and so, it, it's it got its appeal, I guess. People do enjoy I, it. I would imagine candy corn soda could taste good if done right. Like, if, like, Jones or Boylan Soda Companies made, like, a candy corn. They probably do. I'm sure one of them does. Jones, yeah. I'm sure it tastes Jones great. did it a few years ago. It was pretty good. It was just really sweet. Right, of like, course. Like, candy corn has such a weird taste. It's almost, like, again, it's like wax. But with like a lot of sugar in it, it definitely has a waxy taste. I I, I love it. Yeah, the same <laughs> here. So we're not uh, candy corn haters nope. like everyone else. Never or like a certain amount of people that don't like yeah. the candy and think it's the worst thing ever. We don't agree. Nope. Hello, all my spooky spectators. It's me, Sam, here to bring you a cocktail cauldron minute. Why is that, you ask? Well, Cocktail Cauldron is now reported live over on our Instagram at Haunted Hangover, and we want to keep you up to date on what we're conjuring up. 
Last month, we brought you the Crack Shake for St. Patrick's Day, inspired by America's favorite limited-time-only shamrock shake. But why was it better? Get this. We made it dairy-free and with lots of booze. So if you want to see what's on for this month, be sure to follow us on Haunted Hangover for updates. We're bringing you crafted cocktails live with our own spooky yuki twists for all your beloved holidays. So don't miss our upcoming Earth Day cocktail on 420 by following our Instagram at Haunted Hangover. It's going to be twisted. I'll see you there. So this is this is a quick one. Um, during World War II, sugar rationing put a halt to trick-or-treating, or as we would know as trick-or-treating. Um, after rationing was over... This is what grew the tradition, like even more so for trick or treating, because a lot of the candy companies started ad campaigns to capitalize on this pastime. So once they they stopped with the rationing, like it was like basically like an okay, you know, like okay, now we can really like capitalize on sugar because, <laughs> you know, I I had heard <laughs> this, um, and it makes sense too, because a friend of mine, and this is like a, this is like one of these weird facts. Like I'm not sure how how true this fact is, but it makes sense, and it's always stuck with me. He said that like a natural sugar found in the wild, like for instance, like if an animal comes across like a natural sugar, like it's such a big deal. That's why we like people like I have I have a huge sweet tooth, so like nah, me too. So like that's why we're drawn to sugar because technically sugar is not like nature-wise sugar is not abundant mm, okay you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's not something you easily come across so when you come across it you get it you love it you want more so yeah, i always like <laughs> right that's what i'm saying so it's just uh i i thought this was an interesting fact because it, i mean it makes sense yeah it's sugar is such an important part of halloween back to the whole candy <laughs> thing so it's you got that right <laughs> like without sugar there's no uh there's no halloween pretty, so. i mean pretty kind much of. <laughs> unless unless you're the house that hands out pretzels and fucking pennies and <laughs> you even think about like natural like natural like going back to the whole apples thing apples a natural natural sugar right. in in an apple so it's it's even fruit even if you're handing out fruit even though no one wants fruit on Halloween it's still something sweet you know so yeah no sugar that'd be a bad thing for Halloween this was <laughs> this was a quick one like I, like I said I don't have I don't have too much on this one but I, I did think it was really interesting Louie what's your second pick all right so my next fun fact I have a question for you before I get into it Dave. please go ahead and ask what are the colors you think of when it comes to Halloween orange and black <laughs> exactly did you know that the reason why these colors are so important are for this very reason. So, orange is a symbol of strength and endurance. Okay. And obviously, brown and gold means, like, autumn. Okay. Like, it, sure. it symbolizes autumn. If you think about it, that's why the whole orange thing kind of makes sense. Yeah. And black is usually, like, the symbol of death and darkness and evil. Sure. And that's why you have orange and black. Because it's, it's, it's the colors of, like strength and life i guess and then death and which is kind of what halloween I means you know when you think I did, about I it i did not know that and, and and if you like look into and i did a little more research what's the festival of Samhain? it's technically the boundaries it's like when i what is it the uh the line is thinnest between mm -hmm. life and death the veal yeah the yeah, veal is thinnest the between veil. the spirit world and the real world. there you go so it makes sense now 
I have another another little fun fact, bonus fun fact, since we're talking about Halloween colors. Here we go. Here we go. What's another color that you think of when it comes to Halloween? Color scheme or col- just one single color? Just one single color. See, I got two. Can I get my color scheme? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Give me the two colors. <laughs> purple and green. Okay, so stick. let's stick with purple. <laughs> okay. So, my favorite color. Yes. So purple obviously is also associated with halloween and the reason why is because it's a more family friendly color okay so it's just been added to kind of soften up halloween you know because of the symbol of life and death and all that so they just created the use of purple just as a more uplifting color to add into the whole Halloween color scheme. You know, you know, that's funny that you say that because to me, purple is like wacky color. Yeah. I don't think that's a wholesome family color. I, purple's a wacky color to me. I love it. It's again, it's, it's always been my favorite color. My BMX bike always has, well, right now my grips are, 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 um, mint green, but my grips were purple all the time. I'd always have purple pedals or purple grips. Purple is my favorite shit. <laughs> so, I, you know, I like purple. <laughs> I always think of it as like slime. Like I always think of slime when I think of purple. Or I don't know. That's just me though. It's interesting too because I remember growing up, you never saw purple anything during Halloween. Like when we were kids, you didn't see Not usually just orange, stand- black, and purple. Right. It's the standard orange and black. You never saw purple. Right. Purple is a more recent addition to the halloween color scheme i I guess like you don't like now i think you'll see like little bracelets and charms and you'll see purple jack-o'-lanterns so the reason behind the purple is just to make families and kids happy because i guess orange and black mean evil it's weird you know and 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 just to point out purple and green to me and i think a lot of people probably represents a witch like a traditional like halloween witch you would see so that's yes. also what I what I um associate those colors with as well, and witches are probably my favorite of the uh, of the beings in the Halloween world, and not just in the Halloween world, but just in anything. So that's also probably why I really like those colors. I think of of purple uh, when I think of witches. I mean, I think of purple as well. Like that witch, I think it's like a Looney Tunes witch. What 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 is Lucy? What is Lucy from? Um, uh, Pe- Charlie Brown peanuts have. I think her her uh, witch mask is green, right? It's got like a wart and it's green. She might be wearing purple as well. I think. Yeah, I, I think, think her... I'm pretty sure it's green. No, the mask is green, but I'm saying I think her hat might be purple or something like that. So those are the colors. Those are Halloween colors. But I just find it interesting how like orange and black are looked at as like too evil for kids and families. Okay. So they have to like push push purple in there just to make people happier it's a it's an interesting halloween fact but everyone here knows that halloween was invented by the candy companies it's a conspiracy it just so happens that halloween is based on the ancient feast called all hallows eve it's the one night of the year where the spirits of the dead can return to earth well said allison What's your next one, Dave? So, in typical fashion of me, I'm doing a little bit of a different... This is not exactly a Halloween fact. It's more so a movie that is very, very important to us Halloween lovers. 
Um, it is a fun fact about Hocus Pocus that I did not know about until yesterday. <laughs> so, Hocus Pocus apparently was originally supposed to be a much darker and scarier film. Those I'm using that because those are I took that straight from the <laughs> straight from the website. So air quotations <laughs> there. Disney bought the script in 1984 and sat on the project for eight years. Didn't know that either, which I think is another yeah. just an, that is an interesting fact in itself, considering 1984. So wh what year was Hocus Pocus made? That was in 93. Wow, that's that's wild. Yeah. Its original title was supposed to be Disney's Halloween House. One more tidbit about Hocus Pocus was Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to play Max Dennison. But he turned the role down to make an appearance in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. This is a little treasure trove of Hocus Pocus facts. Um, I'll be honest, and I kind of want to hear your take on this. I would have loved to have seen Leonardo DiCaprio play Max Dennison. But honestly, I loved Omri Katz as Max. Um, I don't think I'd have it any other way. But I would. I think it would be interesting to have seen that if you know if there was some sort of bizarro world out there. Um, What's your take on that, Lou? I didn't. I I think I remember hearing that Hocus Pocus was originally written as a horror film because I think the writer of it is um, Mick Garris, who's yeah, like is. a horror guy. Yep. So it, that kind of makes sense. Um, that it was originally the the concept was more it leaned more towards horror. Um, the whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing. I feel like his career would have went a completely different way if he had made. Uh, Hocus Pocus instead of what's eating Gilbert Grape <laughs> that because that's a way that's like a drama dude that's like a really serious movie and I and I'm sure he got if I remember correctly a lot of notoriety right. yeah, he for did. that movie so that he kind of makes sense he was also in a Critters movie I think Critters 3 uh, or 4 yes, or something yes, like that he was. so he was in a shitty movie years prior to that so gotta cut him some slack as well one funny thing though to me is the movie Lords of Salem has always reminded me of like a horror version I have to rewatch of this. Hocus Pocus because it's in Salem. It's about a group of witches coming back and they're fucking people hate the movie, but like I've always liked it. But yeah, the, the witches come back and they mm -hmm. wreak havoc on the, the, the women of Salem and all that stuff. It's really violent and gory. So I always thought that like Rob Zombie was trying to make like a scary version of Hocus Pocus when it comes to that movie. Imagine if imagine if they did a Hocus Pocus reboot and had Rob Zombie directed. I I would I'm all, I'm on board for that. I would love to watch that. <laughs> Dude, he basically did. That's what Lord rewatch Lords of Salem and you'll see what I'm talking about. I have to watch it. I'm not gonna lie. I went to go see it. I fell asleep. Yeah. But I think I fell asleep because I was tired. But either way, I remember me mentioning it, I think, during our Salem episode. Yeah. And you said the same thing. So you got to go back and revisit it again. It's, it's a slow movie. So I could see why people weren't crazy about it. It's very different yeah. from his I'll, I'll definitely... previous movies because all his previous movies were like people saying they're going to skull fuck each other. <laughs> and they're all like fucking horrible people. So in this movie, they're more human. I'll definitely give it a rewatch. And it's more supernatural, so it kind of it kind of works. It's more reminiscent of like Rosemary's Baby, but it always reminded me of uh, Hocus Pocus, and I feel like the two movies would make a good double feature because of just how different and the same they are. Like you even see locations in Hocus Pocus oh, yeah. that you would see that you see in Lords of Salem because they were both shot in Salem. So. It makes sense. 
That makes sense. I, and again, I could totally see Hocus Pocus being envisioned as a horror film originally. And it's one of the best Halloween movies of all time. So, And I know you agree I, with me with that. I would love to so. read. Oh, absolutely. I would love to read the 1984 script, to be honest with you. That would probably be a very interesting read. Yeah, I wonder if that's online anywhere. I, I'm going to look for it. One quick take. Imagine if Leonardo DiCaprio played uh, Marshall's character in Erie, Indiana. That would have been really cool, too. That's something else I wrote down. I was like, that would be a cool um, a cool little thing to see, too. Because I could totally see that. Erie, Indiana's a great show. That's another fucking amazing. amazing show. That's another another uh, a show we have to cover. They have a great yep. Halloween episode. They do have a good Halloween yeah. episode, for sure. We've got to... Uh, jump into that eventually and and for our and for all the listeners out there i'm almost positive erie indiana is, is streaming free on amazon prime so if you have a prime account you can watch that don't sleep on that show i also own the entire collection but still <laughs> <laughs> lou hit us with your last pick all right so my last halloween fact is did you know there is a phobia called Sam Hanophobia, and it is the fear of Halloween. I don't, people can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. No, I did not know. This. <laughs> yeah, and and apparently it's triggered because of the whole like, like people not wanting to be scared, ghosts, vampires, like basically people scared of horrific things. It's it's weird because if you have Sam Hanophobia. You're technically scared of horror movies too, I'm guessing. Like you're basically scared of anything spooky or horror related or well, supernatural. It could be like people like like literally scared of Sam Hain itself, the like the actual thin, you know, the the thinning of the veil. That could be what they're literally afraid of. So maybe you know what I'm saying? So maybe it's that aspect of it that they're only afraid of. And like, you know, if you know a movie's a silly horror movie or something like that, maybe that, you know, they're they're able to, you know, to separate that. But I mean, who knows? I, I, I never heard of this until, you know, I, I did see this as I was looking up facts. I just didn't <laughs> look into it. But um it's 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 crazy. Like I do know people that don't like Halloween. And maybe this is what they have and they just don't know it. I don't know. But it is very interesting. What from from what I could see online, it's apparently like just the dislike of being scared or surprised. Like, right? I guess like you, if you if you hate Halloween and you have Samhainophobia or Sawinophobia or whatever, however you pronounce it, you're not going into haunted houses. And going back to people that don't like Halloween, a lot of the times, like just growing up, what I noticed were it was a lot of like people that were raised in religious households. That's why. Yeah, they didn't because they, they Halloween was looked at as like the devil's holiday, and that's why they couldn't celebrate. So I, the first time I've ever been to Salem, first time I I wasn't like, like I didn't even really even realize it because I was young. I was like, yeah, I remember you telling the story, like like twelve or something like that, or you know what I mean. And I had gone, and I remember. So I was with my cousin, who amazing guy. He's a deacon. So there was one shop like over by the water part, like over by the wharf, whatever you want to call it. And I was walking into it and he goes, I'm not going in there. I'm like, why not? He goes, I don't like the feeling I get from there. And, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, I respect it. You know, so it's, it's just, 
that too, I think, can maybe go back to maybe not necessarily that, but people who just kind of have a feeling about stuff or like maybe something that's not exactly religious or whatever. Yeah, no, but it's it's weird because looking online, apparently there are groups of people that don't leave their house on Halloween. Like they just stay inside because they don't want to see people in costumes. I believe it. And it's funny because if you think about it, it's like, you know, it's mostly kids and adults that go to Halloween parties and stuff like that. But a lot of the time kids are dressed up as like Black Panther and like Captain America. They're not even dressed up as anything scary. So it's just funny how this seems like a dated phobia. Yeah, probably. But apparently it's a thing and it's still a thing. Like there's like people that just like on Halloween stay home lock their doors, close their windows, don't want to leave because they have this just fear of Halloween. Right. It's 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 weird. It's just very weird okay. to me. I guess just being Halloween people like you and I, anytime I hear anyone like I've worked with people and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show. I remember working with a, a girl a few years ago who told me she didn't even let her daughter go to school that day. She'd keep her home. That's crazy. She was like, you can't so go wild. anywhere on Halloween. Like, you can't even go to school because she didn't want her daughter to see kids dressed up in costume, holding jack-o'-lantern pails and going trick-or-treating. Like, it's kind of silly. But yeah, it is. I, I, I guess it's a thing. Something else I want to add to this. I don't know if you even remember Please this, do. Dave, but I, I directed a short film called Sam Hainophobia about a guy who was scared of Halloween and locks himself. Oh, yes. He locks himself in his home and shit happens. Yes, you do. You know, it's funny. I just, I, it took me a second. I was like, oh, wait, you did do that. Fucking, I, I remember that. Yeah, I directed that maybe 2016, I think it was. Yes, uh, I do remember that. And that was, a, that was a fun short film. And the reason why I, I did it was because I was inspired by that same woman I just talked about who didn't allow her kid to go outside on Halloween because I just found it so odd. Like, really? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. And, I, and you know what sucks for kids like that? You know those kids feel like shit because they want to go outside on Halloween and they see all the kids are having a good oh, time. huge FOMO <laughs> vibes. Yeah. They're, and they're like, she's like blaming her mom. Like, my fucking mom doesn't want me to go out on Halloween, son of a bitch. <laughs> those kids Crazy FOMO. Fucking the, the ultimate FOMO of just not yeah. going out, getting all this candy and putting on a cool costume. Listen, man, just because you don't like Halloween or you're scared of it or you're religious, let your, your kid, your kid's innocent, man. He just, he or she just wants to go out and enjoy Halloween. That's it. On Sam Hain. Yes. To all of you dumb Christians out there, that's a day in my honor. Commonly known as Halloween. <laughs> So we're going to put up a questionnaire on our Instagram and we want to hear your facts or tidbits about Halloween that we don't know about or anyone else doesn't know about. So please hit us on the Instagram. And before we close out the show, we just want to say thank you again to everyone that's been listening to us the last year. Yep. We're very grateful for everyone that has given us their attention and time. Um, we have, we really do have a lot planned going forward. So expect all the same content and expect all the, uh, antics of Louie and I, as we go even further into this Halloween world. And with that being said, 
Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that'd be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys. Later, guys.